Okay, we have a fun topic today. I just want to give one piece of introduction. In Judaism, sometimes we like to have one person try to do a mitzvah for somebody else. Right? We'll listen to somebody else do the mitzvah. And just the rule book for that is, that can be done in many mitzvot, but the other person has to share the same level of obligation. That's the rule. If two people are equally chayav in something, then A can do it for B. So just to give a little background, that's normally why a minor cannot do mitzvahs for somebody else. Why would we not have a katan get up and do chazar shots? Because what do we say? The katan does not share the same chayav as the gadol, therefore the katan cannot do it. Now we move for one second, guys, to women and men's issues. You should realize there's no rule that women can't be mozi men. There's no such rule. What's the question I'll have to ask on a case-by-case basis? Does the woman have the same chiyov as the man? If she does, she could do it for the man. If she does not, then she can't. Just to give you, I'll give you a good story. This comes into play, guys. Okay, so my oldest son at one point had a girlfriend who was quite knowledgeable, and she was in the army. And as it sometimes happens in the army, only a certain group stays for Shabbos. So she was there for Shabbos with, she was basically the firmest person there on the base for Shabbos. And there were a couple of Missourati men. So the army has Friday night Kiddush. So they sat down to make Kiddush Friday night. So my son's girlfriend said, I should make Kiddush basically. And the Missourati men said to her, no, there's no way you can't. And she said, actually, I'm pretty sure I can. And they said, no, no, you can't. So they saw she was very disappointed. So one of the guys said to her, don't worry, we'll let you make Havdalah. So it's a funny story. Wait, no one knows why it's a funny story yet. Why is it a funny story, guys? Because her making Kiddush for them, does that work or not work? A hundred percent it works, because women have the same Chivan Kiddush as men do. Okay, what about Havdalah? There it's debatable. There's a debate if women have a Chivan Havdalah. So while he thought he was making her feel better, he was actually doing what's halakhically exactly backwards. Okay, so that's a good rule for life, guys. That's why we're in yeshiva, so we can become knowledgeable. So we will make the right comment and not the incorrect comment when we are stuck in the army for Shabbos. Okay, but in any case, so let's see how this plays out with benching. How this plays out with women and Berkat Amazon. Okay, so this is a famous Quran Brachot. Amalei Ravina Lurava, Nashim Bebekat Amazon, Doraita or Dorabanan. Do women, so everyone seems to think women have to bench, that's for sure. But is it a biblical chiv to bench or a rabbinic chiv? Now you guys, let's just get this far as down, like... Now, it's often an interesting life to ask which is the more obvious one, which requires more explanation. So in this particular case, guys, whose svar is more obvious, the right or Durbanan? Probably the right Meaning, the only mitzvah women tend to be exempt from are mitzvah say shazman grama, and berkat amazon is not shazman grama. So if you look in Rashi, Rashi says, Nashi berkat amazon deraita, dechtiv achalta v'sabata, so that's pretty straightforward. We know why women would have a biblical chiyuv to bench. Okay, what about the alternative? Why does Ravina think it might be the Rabbanan? So this is quite interesting. So this is quite fascinating. Apparently, we could talk about what the different crucial themes of benching are. This might be interesting for a benching share. So I might think, what's the only crucial theme of benching? That we're grateful we have food, that's what it's all about. Okay, but think about it, guys. What happens as you get to the second section of benching? The second paragraph, what seems to be a theme? The land. Notice even by the... I'll give you a good rule. How can you tell what the theme of a brach is? Look at... Very good. Jack Fisher, excellent. Look at the what's called the chatima. Look at the closure. What's the closure of the first bracha? Hazanatakol. So that's just about 
Food. What's the closure of the second bracha? Allah aretz bi'almazon. So for whatever reason, this requires its own shear, right? So every time we eat a nice amount of food, it reminds us of the land of Israel. And apparently the land of Israel is crucial to the benching endeavor. And then what's Rashi's next move? When you give out the land, right, men had the title, the economic title of land, women did not. That's why women are not biblically obligated in benching. So there's a lot of interesting things going on here, but in particular the sense that somehow the land of Israel is a crucial theme in the world of benching. Yeah, give them. Okay, so I will point out one thing. Akiva's right. If you think this is a bit of a stretch, it is interesting how this appears. The, the land does appear in the Pasuk. You look at the Pasuk. Okay, remember that Birkin of Muslims is unusual in that it's actually a Doraita mitzvah, a bracha that's a Doraita? But what does the Pasuk say? But it doesn't end there. What does it say afterwards? So again, you could like this machshav wise or not like it, but it is a pretty good reading of the Pasuk. Right? The Pasuk felt the need to throw in the Eretz Yisrael theme. So it does seem to be a real theme in Benchik. Okay, you're right. I admit it. You could still say, who cares whether women have title on the land? They're certainly part of the living in Israel endeavor. If they're part of the living in Israel endeavor, why shouldn't they be included? I agree. If you went, like, in Talmudic tennis match, what would the right the people say and respond? I don't think they, they'd have to say, no, women do have title on the land. They could just say, being connected to land is not a function of whose name is on the, uh, you know, on the official... Uh, <clears throat> government regulations about who owns the house. That's not, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. You have a good so far? Okay, let's go back to the Gemara. Okay, so the Gemara wants to know if it's the right to rebut it. Then the Gemara says, Lamai nafkamina, what difference does it make? Lafuke rabbi chovatan. So that's exactly what we said, guys. What is one central nafkamina about the right to the Rabbanan? If women have a right to chiyav, they have the same chiyav as men. So then a woman could bench for a man. If they've ever been a chiv, they don't have the same chiv as men. So that's a pretty big nafkamina. Okay, so we're trying to figure out who wins. So we quote a Tashima on the third line. Tashima ben amru, ben mevarech If a child could bless, a son I should say, I shouldn't give it away. A son could bless for his father. Ve'evin mevarech l'rabo, ve'isha mevarech l'bala. Okay, so what does it sound like we have a no-brainer now, guys? We sound like I had a clear proof that? Women are the It says women can be moti. Men, there you go. Ah, but what about this Ben in question? So here, you got to love Rashi, guys, because Rashi is concise as possible, but he, he can dramatically shift things while being concise. Look at Rashi. Ben, what does Rashi say? We should make a list of like the great one-word Rashis of our time. I never thought of that before. We should do that. The, the ten best one-word Rashis. Okay, what does Rashi do with the word Ben? Ah, don't think this is your 15-year-old boy. This is your 8-year-old boy. So that's obviously much more striking. Wait, your 8-year-old boy can, can bench for you? That's pretty, now again, you might think that's the simple shot in the Brita, but it's always good to realize what's explicit, what's not. Everyone see that the Brita did not say the word katan, it just said the word ben. So I think at that point, Rashi's very nice, but there's another possibility lurking there. But Rashi says ben is katan. So now let's go back to the Gemara. So the Gemara says, two lines from the end, we have a proof that women are deraita. Velid according to your reasoning, katan bar Wait, how could the katan do it? Especially if you go like Rashi. The katan is eight years old. What's the point, guys? No one thinks the katan has a doraita chiv to bench. So you want to prove that the woman has a doraita chiv and therefore she can bench for the man. 
How will that cover the case of Katan? Chaim Stanton, how are you doing in the corner there? Feels good to be out? Are you still asking a lot of Corona Shilohs? And that's it, you're done. Okay, excellent. Okay, here we go. So now, says the Gemara, I got an answer. It was a little bit of a stingy place there. Oh, where's Jacob Stiefelman? Where is he? Jacob Stiefelman, they weren't giving anybody eight pieces of pizza. It was half a slice per guy. It was really terrible. A crisis. Okay, and if everybody got half a slice, so everybody got a kazayas, but nobody got... Kedesvia. And therefore, nobody in the room was actually biblically chayabin... In benching. Oh, once we're talking food, guys, I should tell you something. My wife and I went out to visit our Chayal son in Tel Aviv last night. And the first time in my life, I had a Beyond Burger. They're really not bad. It might pay to... Josh Wall? It might pay for all of us to go vegetarian. Okay, we'll just eat Beyond Burgers. Okay, where's Charlie? Charlie? Okay, there you go. See, guys, Charlie's going vegetarian on us also. Okay, so uh, in, in any case... Okay, in any case... If nobody ate a Kadesvia, nobody's Chayav Doraita. So that's why the Katan can be Motsi Diaba. So let's just stop for, stop for one second, guys. At the end of the day, this Gemara, we seem to have no proof. What are the two readings of the Gemara, of the Braita? Either the woman could be Motsi the man because she's Doraita and he's Doraita. Alternatively, no, it's not that she's Doraita, but just like the Katan, why can they be Motsi the man? Because it's a scenario where. Everyone's the Rabbanon because nobody ate Kadesvia. We're all good with Gemara number one? Okay, great. Let's go to Gemara number two. So there's a Mishnah in Megillah that is an interesting Machlokas. Says the Mishnah, We're very open. Anybody could come. Anybody could come read Megillah. That's there, this poem. Okay? There are three people who lack dot. They lack maturity. They lack mental uh, capacity. We, they can't do it. You can't have someone who's insane read the Megillah. You can't have a four-year-old boy read the Megillah. Right, now, it is interesting because here we have a very surprising position. Rabbi Yehuda machshir b'katan. Rabbi Yehuda thinks the katan can. So already we should take note. Whoa, that's interesting. Why does Rabbi Yehuda think the katan can? What's going on with that? Okay, next. So to, this is a very good Tosos. So to, I'll do the Tosos mostly outside. Tosos has the following question, but anyone else can follow it inside. It's not such a difficult Tosos, actually. Tosos says, wait, I don't understand what's going on here. What kind of katan are we talking about? So in the world of katanim, and you'll get this in sukkah also, guys, there's what's called katan shehigiyah lechinuch, katan shelohigiyah lechinuch. So you guys all know what that is, right? Abirsh, we're good? Okay, Abirsh, what letter are you up to? Okay, guys, Abirsh has a lot of jobs in yeshiva. He's in charge of Talmudic vocabulary and pshat in Christian scriptures. He's a busy man. Okay, so d- d- you should respect his time. There's a lot of weight on his shoulders. <laughs> Okay, so uh, in any case, what, is, what do we have here? You have a katan who's ready to be, they're old enough, they're nine, they're ten, they understand the world, they could be chayv, they could do mitzvahs already. So there seems to be a chiv of some sort when a katan's higil achinach, get this katan in the world of mitzvot. But if the katan is two years old, they don't understand anything, they're not ready for it, so then there's no chiv. Okay, so now let's think, says Tosot. I don't understand this machlokas tanakan Rabbi Yehuda. If the katan is low higil achinach, who should obviously be right? If he's low, he gilach enoch. Tanakama, does it be who to say this two-year-old could lay Megillah for us? It doesn't make any sense. But here comes the tricky part, guys. But then says Tosvot, if the katans he gilach who should be right? Rabbi Huda. Why should Rabbi Huda be right, guys? If he's a gilach Ah, 
Because isn't it just like the half a piece of pizza? What is the biggest level chi of anybody can have in Mikra Megillah? Since the whole mitzvah is derabana, nobody can have it the right to chiv. So every male adult or female adult in the room also has a derabanan chiv for Mikra Megillah. If there's a derabanan chiv called chinuch, what emerges? The 11 year old is no worse than the adult. You haven't got that? So says Tosa, we don't understand. Either way, one should obviously be right. If the kid is two, Rabbi Yehuda is obviously right. Sorry, if the kid is two, the Chachamim are obviously right, the Tanakama. If the kid is 11, Rabbi Yehuda is obviously right. It's the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan. Just like that command brachot about the Chalta Vesavata, Jack Fisher. Uh, there we go, guys. Jack Fisher is a natural-born London. One day you'll be saying sheer in the mirror. It's going to be very exciting. Ooh, white okay. Whitener. What? Whitener. With, with Weitzner. Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Luckily, the mirror is a very big institution. Oh, there's enough jobs to go around. Okay. Oh, and that'll be the move, huh? Okay. You see, only Ramaz are right the guys that end up in the mirror. Okay. So we'll have to figure out like, what the causality there is. But, uh, okay, so in any case, in any case, Jax is something very clever. What if I say there are levels of Dirabanan? So Tosus formulates this in a kind of different way, but he's absolutely on the money. Tosus says, it is a famous Tosus rule, guys, get this down. A double Dirabanan can't be mochi, a single Dirabanan. This is a Tosus rule. Now, how would that work out here, guys? Let's think for a second. In Mikra Megillah, what's my 11-year-old? He's a double Dirabanan, meaning it took two rabbinic acts to get him included. What are the two rabbinic actions that included? Well, the whole endeavor of Mikra Megillah is Durabanan, and the idea that Ketanim should be included is Durabanan. So it took two rabbinic moves to get him in the world of Chiyof. But the 27-year-old man or the 20-year-old woman, how did they get into the Chiyof of Mikra Megillah? It was one move. Megillah is Durabanan. Says Tosvot, two, a, a double Durabanan cannot be Motzi, a single Durabanan. Now, I like the idea, Jack, very good. It's not obvious, right? Couldn't one argue that once you're in the rabbinic world, all rabbinians are created equal? Doesn't matter how many rabbinians you have. I see Akiva Garner insists you cannot argue that. Okay, but Tosa says, no, a double rabbin can be a single one. Now, let's think for a second, guys. Someone should be bothered. So wait, let's go back to Brachot. Why did we allow the kid when we were upsetting Jake Stiefelman and we only gave everybody half a piece of pizza? Okay, why did... Why did we allow the kid to be Motsi the Guttle? What about your double Durabanan versus single Durabanan rule? Akiva Garner. Wait, but everybody ate less than a Kadesviya. I'm cheating. What we have to say? Ah, what if we are, our pizza delivery man is biased in favor of minors? So what did dad get? Dad got half a slice. But what did, eight year, what did 10 year old boy get? He got five slices, so he's got today's sphere. He's good to go, right? So then what would happen? This is a fascinating Tosvos. Why is the kid a single Durabanan? Well, because he's, he's a kid. Why is the father a single Durabanan? Because he didn't eat. So maybe it doesn't matter that it's not the same Durabanan. So it's interesting, according to this Tosvos, it's kind of a very quantitative thing. How many Durabanans are you? Are you a single Durabanan fellow or a double Durabanan fellow? We don't really care if you're the same single Durabana. Okay, everyone go work it out, guys. So we've got theory one on the board. We're gonna see theory two in a second. The Tosmas theory. What's Tosmas theory? That a single Durabana cannot, you be through a double Durabana. 
That explains the Tanakama in Megillah. That's why the kid can't lane for the Tanakama. But Brachot still works, because you could manipulate Brachot to be one one Wait, Al, don't leave. A great socialist moment's about to come. No, it's okay. You can go. I was just kidding. Go ahead, Al. Go ahead. Yeah. Akiva. Ah, very, so Akiva isn't very good. Akiva Garden is also going to be alarmed in one day. Which is, if you go with Tosos, you're kind of curious, what's Pshat and Rabbi Huda? And if I recall correctly, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, Tosos never says it explicitly, right? Nope. So it's kind of lurking there. You kind of wonder what are the, you could come with more than one Svarah. Does Rabbi Huda say what I just said? That he thinks the whole double Durban and single Durban is not a reasonable distinction. Either you're derived, you're Durban, and that's it. Maybe there's another way to go, but you're right. It is intriguing. Tosas never spells out Rabbi Huda. Yeah. The reason he hasn't mentioned he hasn't he hasn't answered Rabbi Huda is because he's already only answering for the Tanakhama. Oh, he could. I mean, Tosas is great. No, they could have stuck in San Rabbi Huda. It wouldn't like ruin Tosas. Just like. Tosas doesn't have to be after. Remember, Rabbi Huda Tosas doesn't have to be after cleanup, which means now he has the kasha. The kasha is now all on. Yeah. And now you face kasha Rabbi Huda, so you go back and answer up. Yeah, but. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, oh! Oh! Sage, get a little tough here. Okay, yeah. I'm safe. Do you want to make a different point or no? I mean, you agree that best son of you is that he doesn't care how many Durbanans it is. Okay. Guys, if you're Shana off and you're contemplating Shana Bad, don't get scared. It doesn't always get this heated. It's okay. It is an anomaly. Okay. Okay? All right, guys, we're going to move on. Okay, now this is all one theory. We've got the Tosas theory down. Let us now go to the Ran, who quotes a great Ramban, which is a game changer. It's a game changer in the theory. Okay, now let me ask you a question, guys. Okay? My share, my morning share, isn't eligible to answer this question. Okay, what's been the assumption so far about Chinuch? That how does Chinuch work? The kid gets a Chiv Durabanan. And then what's the question? Can the kid come with this Chiv Durabanan and do something for a gadol. Can anyone tell me perhaps a different conception they might have of how chinuch works? Right, again, there is clearly a concept called chinuch. We want parents to get their children used to the world of mitzvah. How have we been saying it so far? Actually, you're also ineligible. Okay, we've been saying it so far by that. Well, the kid has the schi of the Rabbanan, and let's just forget if he could do the right to Aaron. Um, you could argue that, that the whole concept of chinuch is to prepare him to be a, a mitzvah observant person. So, so even though it's Zerabanan, it's uh, he's supposed to mimic as if it's a Zerabanan. Okay, that's interesting. It's very clever. Amy Hirsch? Okay, Josh Shapiro. So we saw in the Mishnah, one of the Mishnah in Sukkah, that by starting with the email, there's one definition for the year of the year. Yeah. We see in other examples in the Shas that there are different definitions for... Correct, correct, absolutely. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Joey Kaplan. Okay, it's very interesting. You guys are all going in a direction. You're kind of like bolstering the Chiv. You guys are making both A.B. and uh, Aaron and Joey are kind of saying it's stronger than I've been presenting. Can you tell me why it actually might be weaker or different than I've been presenting? Yoni Kurtz. Oh, there we go. My, why? Because you you learned it before, no? Oh yeah, fine. I should have let you do it. Okay. But by the way, my, my prophecy was wrong again, right? I didn't pick him, no. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
Josh Milstein, you let me hold down. You let me down. Okay. I said either you or Simcha Molina was going to say this far. Okay, that's it. You're fired. Okay, so let's see. Uh, let's see the run. Okay, the run in in source five. Okay, is Simcha here? Uh, there we got it, guys. My prophecy would have come true, but he, he blew it by not coming. See, that's why. That's why I lost this one. Okay. Here we go. Says the Ron. Rebuta Machshir Bekatan. Hikshir Betosvos. All right, let's skip to the third line. You see what says the Rambanti rates? Now, we're in the same problem. If he's a Gil why can't, why can't the Katan read for everybody else? Everybody in Megillah, everybody's Chayv the Rabbanan. The Rambanti rates the Rabban Srilo, Yoni Kurtz, excellent Svara. She'enu Badin Shakatan, Apri Shigil Chinuch Yotzi Agdolim, Yechobatan. Why can't the Katan be Motzi the Gdolim? Mishum Dalav Mitzvah Didei, Eladavua. It's a category mistake. Who has a mitzvah of chinuch? The parent, the dad, is supposed to get the kid ready. It's not that the kid has a rabbinic chiv. What kind of chiv does the kid have? Non-existent chiv. Right? Ketanim are simply not chayv and mitzvos. If ketanim are not chayv and mitzvos in any level, of course a katan can't read for a gadol. Forget the single verse double drabanan. Even if the gadol is a drabanan, the kid's a zero. A zero can't read for a drabanan. It's only that the father is chayv and chiv. Now you all should jump at this and say, Yoni Kurtz, very good. That's a great svara, but that's against brachot, right? Because brachot let... Ah, so let's read a little bit more, guys. Things are getting exciting here. So if you skip down a little bit... Where is it? Ah, see the end, end of the fifth line? Umash amu ben mevarich laviv. Uh-oh. Beben gadol ayri. Remember, guys? Remember I pointed out Rashi's little one-word thing? And you have to be a little open-minded? The Gemara never said the words that the Ben was a Katan. So the Ramban would like to read, now it, it might not be the smoothest reading that Gemara will debate it a different day. The Ramban would like to read the Ben and Brachot Davchav being a Ben Gadol. And then the problem is totally solved. So now we have this great Machlokas, guys. Let's just file this away before we get to the next part of Shir. We have two fundamental approaches to the Sugya. What is Pshat in why the Chachamim don't allow a katan to read Megillah Esther. Guys, get this down. It is definitely going to be on the final. If I had Tosros and the Ramban in the room, and I said to both of them, since all of Megillah Esther is a din de Rabbanan, why can't the kid do it? He's the Rabbanan also. And I said, Tosros, what would you say? Ramban, what would you say? Who can tell me what they both would say? What would Tosros say? Why can't the kid read, Jack? Excellent. As Jack says, there are levels of the Rabbanan. A single, a double Rabbanan kid cannot be Yotze for, cannot be Motzi, a single Rabbanan dead. Great. Jack, what would the Ramban say? Ah, the kid's not a single or a double Rabbanan. He's a zero. Right? The parents are chayev to take care of his chinuch. And at that point, clearly, he can't read for his adult parents. Any questions? We move on to the next part of Shir. Josh. Oh, excellent. Josh Milstein does redeem himself here. Okay, Josh, you're not fired. Okay, now obviously you only teach something if there's a Chiddush. So if you're Rashi, it's great. The Chiddush of Ben Bavarich Laviv is that he's a Katan. If he's a Gadol, so what is the point? Excellent point. So I think at some point he says, let me see where it is. <coughs> was it here or was it a different source? Give me one second. 
Ah, I think this is the right answer, guys. I skipped a line. I skipped a line. No, wait, I'll get to you one second. I skipped a line. The Gemara was very negative, even though it allowed the Ben or the Isha to do it. Remember it said, Tavo alav ma'era? So you saw that, Gemara? Which means, like, you should get punished the way. It's like a curse on you if you do this. Now, what's so terrible about doing that? So if you look at the next line, Josh, in the, in the round, what does he say? What's so bad? Now, you could quibble at this point, but according to the Ramban guys, what's, why is it a bad sign if your wife or child is making Birkin Mazon for you? What are we assuming? That's, you're doing it because you're ignorant. Like, in a world where men usually do things, what's the one reason the wife or son would be doing it? Because the father doesn't know how to. So that's why there's a critical thought there. How could it be? You don't know how to bench, right? That's the critical thought. So Josh, I like your question very much. Maybe the Chiddush is that line. Ben Mavarich Lavev is not a Chiddush, because the Ben is 16. But the Chiddush is, we're upset. Why is it that dad doesn't know how to bench? Why does he need a 16-year-old boy to do it for him? Yeah, Yoni. Yoni? Akiva? Okay, look guys. You guys are asking some good questions, and it'd really be worth to do a, a careful study of Brachot Avchaf. But I apologize, this is the interest of this year, I'm going to leave it aside. Awesome. For those who are curious, it's a great project over Shabbos. Learn Brachot Avchaf in depth. There's a lot of great stuff going on there. David Bentor. Uh, David Bentor's got a decent shirt for Shirkul today. Not quite a 10, but not bad, not bad. Not colorful enough. Yeah. Can you say it again? I'm sorry. No, but again, I think the answer is if, if the nature of Chinuch is the parents meant to do it for the child, the child has like a halachic identity is a not a person chayev. Right? That's who he is. He's just a person whose father should be teaching him. And at that point, he doesn't have that kind of weight, halakhic weight, to do it for other people. Yeah, no, Raymond, what did you say before? Um, so, this, I don't know how much validity here is, but we say, it, to me, the Dirabana, Dirabana, that's supposed to make, doesn't really speak to me so much, because it's saying, like, You don't like the like, single double, you don't like? I mean, like, and I forgot, it's all Dirabana. Okay. One, one thing I wanted to throw in when I was, like, going over to six was, is there a potential factor that Love Sussler comes in, that because there's an extra layer that still, like, you're still, like, like, uh, okay, that's very interesting. So there's another layer here, which I'm going to ignore. Probably the problem, guys, you guys have so many good questions, I have to ignore some of them. Uh, this gets back to, how many, was it two weeks ago I gave this year in rabbinic authority? When was it? Two weeks ago? Lotusser, was that it? So Noah's right, you might want to bring that in here. Even I'll even ask you a further question, guys. Arguably, the Ramban has to be right. Why does the Ramban have to be right? Well, if a cut that's not chayven mitzvot, what's one of the mitzvot he's not chayven? Lotusser. So why would he have to listen to rabbinic authority? So that's pretty interesting, guys, right? So in this debate, Tosot seems to think the katan is chayev qua katan. He is personally chayev, right? Whereas the... Charlie? You awake? Yeah. Great. Whereas... You, you missed uh, the, your favorite kind of qua, where it's the same thing. Okay. Where, and... Uh, where the Ramban might say, wait, we're, we're the only possible game in town, because how could the Katan be Chayev by, he's not subject to Lotasar. So, no, there's a lot lurking there, but uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to leave it aside. But your point is a good point. We should connect the Sigis. Yes, Sage? Uh, I just don't understand how this 
mean, you think it's a very difficult reading in Brachot. Okay, it's a good question. You're, you're right. I, I, I'm trying to remember. I, I feel like in the back of my mind there might be a different Gersa there. But I, I didn't find it when I was looking at it. Right. The Litamech is very difficult for the Ramban's reading. I, I totally agree. Yoni Zerman. Last point, we're going to move on. The Mar goes over like, the obligation for a father, for a son. So, like, why would it leave? If, like, if, if it's really true that Athena was one of the five that I mentioned. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I have to think about it. It's an interesting question. Interesting question, Yoni. Okay, guys, here we go. Turn the page, please. Now we get to something great. Now, sometimes in life, you have to ask yourself not only... Oh, I just realized something important. Is Sammy in the room? Sammy Jason? No, is Ben Shore in the room? Oh, my God, I can't make any Sammy or Ben Shore jokes. They're both bu- they're, they're both bums. What? Where are they? Okay, clearly... All right, there's only one thing to say. Clearly, Ben Shore is a bad influence on Sammy Jason. They are both not in cheer. Okay, okay. What? Okay, very good. That is good. That is good. Uh, it's a cool jacket. It's Maryland. No, it's good. I have nothing. Look, I am against going to like the Maryland pagan ritual and pouring beer over the turban. But there's nothing wrong with wearing the sweatshirt. That's okay. You think it's like Avisrayu de Vodazara? Ellie Jarosho, you're, you're, you're like a zealot. Okay. Okay. Guys, do not let Ellie Jarosho stow no man during lunch. Okay? All right. Here we go, guys. Okay. So let's go to a very interesting piece in the Tzlach. Okay. But now, one of the good things methodology to do sometimes, guys, is not only to ask what it says, but I think when you're very good at learning, you're also able to ask what it doesn't say. What's lacking? So I think that's a good me- method in life, because we're so used to just reinterpret the words in front of us. But it's good to think, what could it have said? So here's a great example, guys. What did our Gemara and Brachot say? Are women chayv and benching the right to Rabbanan? And it says, what's the nafkamina? And wh- what does the Gemara and Brachot actually say? The nafkamina is, can they be motzi? Men. Right? Okay. But if I ask you a question, is anything in this halacha universe the right to Rabbanan? And you were looking for a test case. Guys, give me an alternative test case that might be even more prevalent. What is a classic way of determining if something's the right to Rabbanan? Very good. What would happen in the case of Suffolk? Isn't that a classic move? We know this rule, they're very, very consistent about it. Suffolk the right to Lechumra. Suffolk the right to We say that all the time. Suffolk the right to Lechumra. Suffolk the right to So here, notice what the Gemara could have said. Why did the Gemara say, what's the biggest difference whether women are chayv the right to Rabbanan? If your sister says to you one day, I can't remember if I benched or not. If they're the right to chayv, she should bench. If they're Durbanan Chayef, she can move on in life. Haven't got that? So I, I like the Tzlach, they're just thinking about what it doesn't say. Why does it just say Motsi L'Rabim? Why doesn't it go with Suffolk? Yeah. Okay, now here's the interesting thing, guys. I'm not going to do a long tangent. David Lorand, do you have a Hebrew word for today yet? What? Okay, what does it mean? Okay, why should you have known that for many years? What, what ritual do we do that's the same word? Havdalah. Yeah, right? Why is Havdalah called Havdalah? Okay, there we go. Excellent. Okay. Daniel Margolin, you're proud of your friend? Okay, good. By the way, Daniel Margolin has a great move, guys. Because if you think about it, what's the hardest part of the Gabai job? Getting somebody to agree to be the Chazan. So he's totally solved the problem. He just 
the chazan every time. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a great move. He solved the Gabbai conundrum for that. For, has bothered Gabon for centuries. Okay, here we go. I did the unthinkable. Okay, it's true. It's, it's a radical, radical move, Daniel. Okay, so why not go... Oh, so let me just make one point, guys. We know there's a rule called Suffolk Brachot Lahakel. It actually might be a very misleading rule. Because arguably, what is Suffolk Brachot Lahakel? Just another way of saying... Arguably, it's just a way of saying Suffolk Drabad Lakula. I'll bring you a great proof. Because it, it sounds like Suffolk Brachot Lahakel has to do with Brachot, right? But guys, give me a proof that that's not true. Because when I can't remember if I benched or not, I do have to say it again. Why? Because Birkin Amazon is the right to. So clearly there's no overarching rule called Suffolk Brachot Lahakel. Suffolk Brachot is just an illustration of the fact that almost every brach in our system is Drabanan. And therefore, Suffolk Brachot Lahakel. So that's why I would not bring it in as a, as a separate factor. Josh Hall. How about if I had less than a Kazayan? Well, I'm not even a Suffolk then. What's the, what's the issue? Ah, you're right. Well, why didn't you, why did, wait, wait, Josh, why didn't you tell me I like, you meant to say I had less than a Kadeh Sphere? Yeah. That's a great question. Very good, Josh. Okay, so let's go to Litzlach, guys. Okay, so Litzlach has three answers. Just very briefly who this is, guys. His name was Rabbi Yechezka Landau. He was the chief rabbi of Prague. Okay, who here has been to Prague besides myself? Nobody? Oh, Josh, well, very good. You guys should all go to Prague. It is a great city. I'll give you three reasons why you should go to Prague. A, it's very close to Israel. B, everything is... Actually, I'll give you four reasons. Everything is in a very concentrated area, so you don't even need a car. You can just walk to everything, pretty much. Three, there are kosher restaurants. You don't have to worry about food. And four, it is interesting, both Jewishly and not Jewishly. So it's like four for four. Okay. It's all Jewish, though. What? It's all Jewish. No, this, you take a history of Prague to it. It's very interesting. That's what you're special. That's what why? Oh, because of his Christians? Oh, there you go. Okay, so maybe I should go to Prague. I'll even give you one thing. I'll tell you why it's interesting not Jewishly, guys. Here's a great thing, guys. Get this down. It's going to be both a good English vocabulary word and a good history word. Okay, does anyone know what defenestration means? Yes. Uh, Aaron, what does it mean? Whoa, why do you guys know that? Amazing. Very impressive. Guys, Yoni Kurtz got a real education. Okay, so here's, what, here's what's humorous, guys. I always say that real life is more humorous than fiction. Prague, according to different counts, either has two or three defenestrations. Okay, what did you learn? Two or three? Oh, I, I, so I just read the Wikipedia page on me. That's not bad. You just read it? Why? I was talking about it at lunch yesterday. I don't know why. Whoa, oh, see, guys? Wait, 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 Stanton threatened to defenestrate me. So I'm Stanton, good word. Good word there, Chaim Stanton. Did, did you know about the defenestration of Prague? Okay, that's good, Chaim. That is good. Aaron? Yeah, I believe there were three. Okay, but. The reason for you is because people often forget about the first defenestration of Prague. So, what they're referring to as the secular movement is actually the. Okay, so here's what I find funny, guys. I'm not aware. Hey, where's Elon Birdie? He would like this. I'm not aware of any other city that has. No, I'm not aware of any city that has one defenestration. What are the odds that one city would have three and would have every other city in the world has zero? Like, it just doesn't make sense. What? It means when you throw somebody out the window. Okay? Defenestration. Sorry, guys. For those of you who didn't hear, let's say you throw your political opponent out the window. That's called defenestration. Okay? So that happened in Prague three times. Never happened in Rome. 
never happened in Jerusalem, never happened in London. Somehow Prague is the city of defenestration. Okay, so that... What? Why is there a word for that? Why don't we just call it throwing your that I can't explain. Okay, then. No, because in Akiva, I have an answer. Because in Prague, it happens frequently. You need a word for it. Yeah, Prague, Prague they need a word for it. Yeah, Charlie. No, I have to admit, I did not, even though I love etymology and where words come from, I did not do the research on this one. Okay, but I tell you what, guys, before lunch, one of you will have already Googled it. You will tell us what defenestrate means. The word came from the event. Yeah. No, but what what is what what in the event was fenestration? There was guy who fenestrated the word. There was fenestrate. Okay, but you still have to tell me what what, what fenestrate had to do with the story. Wait, guys, we only have one hope. Shh. The one hope is that Joshua actually knows where this word comes from. Joshua. Oh, oh, he said it, Dan? Oh, good. See, guys, good. We have a little European flavor here. We actually know something about languages. Way to go, Dan Belch. Okay. Okay. Wait, so, he, so he only, it's not true. It, it does have to do with the word for window. No, it might, but I'm saying there's never a word to fenestrate. I wonder why. Okay. Well, what would it mean to fenestrate? To, <laughs> I, I guess we didn't need a word for that one. Okay. All right, guys. Now, this was all because Rabbi Cheska Landau was the rabbi of Prague. Okay? And he wrote several important svarim. One sefer is called the Note of Yehuda. And his, that's his chuvot. He has a lot of important chuvot. Note of Yehuda. And his sefer on Shas is called the Tzlach for Tziun Lenefesh Chaya. One of the things I like about him very much is that he never named a Sefer after himself, only after his parents. Right? His name was Yechezkel, Rabbi Yechezkel Landau, but none of his Perushim have the word Yechezkel in the title. Okay, one title is No Yuda, and one title is Tziun Lenefesh Chaya, which I believe was for his mother Chaya. Okay, so it's a nice thing, guys. You could all name your Swarmi after your mom. They have a very uh, touching thing to do. That is Yechezkel Landau. Um, one other thing, this is just for Akiva Garner's benefit. He has a famous chuva where he's critical of saying L'shem Yichud. So if you ever want to give your mystical friends a hard time, you can say, oh, the Rav Yecheskel had a thought you should not recite L'shem Yichud. Okay, take it easy, take it easy, tough guy. Okay, so uh, take a look over there. Okay, guys, here we go. So let's see the Tzlach's, let's see the Tzlach's three answers. Okay, what are the Tzlach's three answers to the problem? Okay, so let's do it, maybe I'll do it, no, we'll pick out lines, we'll pick out lines. Okay, so let's look at the fourth line. Hey, again, what was the lurking question, guys? Why did the Gemara go with Lohotzi HaRabim as the Nafkamina? What could have been the Nafkamina? Suffolk. Why not go with Suffolk? Fourth line. Hey, Shati Loki Birkat HaMazan Shalosh Brachot Yeshbo. The Kuluk TV Betorah. So Birkat HaMazan might be a little more flexible and nuanced. Because we talked about the first and second bracha. And there's a third bracha. So you might say there's the food theme, Hazan. There's the Aretz theme, the second bracha. Guys, okay, so how would you call the third theme? What would you call the third bracha's theme? I'd probably call it... Well, think about how the bracha ends. So I call it the Yushalayim theme, right? So you've got the Mazon theme, the Eretz theme, and then the Yushalayim theme. Okay, so look what he says. It's a remarkable Kiddush. So he says... We skip down to the line of gives the Birkat Yushalayim, about seven lines down. Imkain kvar nisyasta birkat hazan kodem aretz. They didn't need to go to Israel to have the first theme. They were already getting food in the desert. So the first theme had kicked in. 
Wow! What a chiddush! What does he claim? It wasn't a suffix if women are chayav in benching altogether. It was only a suffix if women are chayav in the second theme of benching. That's remarkable. What if I could split benching into components? Right, so this is a very nice idea. Women and men eat food just as much as eat. Well, maybe not, but they're just as shy to the world of food. Right, so maybe the Hazan theme it doesn't know any gender differences. Everyone's chayav in the Hazan theme. What's the question? Do you need to have land to be chayav in the arts themes? That's a brilliant shot. But what would emerge according to that? Why is the suffix not enough kamina? Guys, very clever. Why is suffix not enough kamina? Because what would be true if women are not sure if they benched? They would definitely have to bench. Why? Because they're certainly chayav to write in the zun theme. So why could the Gemara still say they can't be mozi men? Because to be mozi men, what would you need to be? Chayav in all the themes. So that's a really clever tzlach. We got the tzlach. The tzlach would like to argue they're not the same thing. Right? Women are biblically chayav in the mazon theme. They're just not biblically chayav perhaps in the arts theme. So suffolk is a bad nafkamina. Me suffolk, they'd have to go back. But being mozi men is a good nafkamina. Because men would have all the themes. Okay, that's his first answer. Extremely, guys, you see, all three answers are extremely creative. Okay, that was a very good Lumdish answer. Joshua, you're not happy? Oh, oh, interesting. You're saying, like, you want to say that maybe they should not demote the man. She'll do the first one, and then we'll switch gears. We'll, we'll pass the mic over. Okay, let's leave your question aside for now. Maybe that doesn't work. Maybe you can't do that. Okay, let's go to answer number two. I think you guys are going to enjoy all three answers. Okay, so answer number two begins with, let's find it. Lule de Mistafina. Okay, this is a great phrase to know, guys. Everyone see the second paragraph? Yeah, you guys see it? Okay, does anyone know what this is a good phrase? Anyone know the phrase Lule de Mistafina? Abe Hirsch, is that on your list? Lule de Mistafina, is that on your list? Yeah, no, my moon. Okay, very good. Had I not been afraid. Guys, this is a great move. You should all do this move. You want to say a radical Kiddush, but you're a little nervous about it. So what do you say? Would, not, would I not be afraid? I'd say the following. So you, 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 it's a great cheat. You haven't seen why it's a great cheat? Because what do you get to do? You do say the Kiddush. You just throw in that little apology ahead of time. So when you, next time, you guys, do, do this move. It's a great rabbinic move. Next time you want to say some ra- radical Kiddush, just say, Lule de Mistafina, I would say the following. Okay, yeah, no. Right, right, exactly. But you, just, you still say it, though. Okay, here we go. So, what's his second idea? So, he says, There's only according to one day, guys. Guys, this is a great slot because all three answers are huge chiddush. What's his second answer essentially? When do we say suffik to ban lakula? When the whole mitzvah, the entire institution is rabbinic. But what if the institution is the right to just, you're a person who happens to be rabbinically chayv? What does he claim? Then we'd say suffik. L'chumrah. So it's a remarkable chiddush. Meaning, it turns out suffix to is not about you, the gavra. It's about the institution. This mitzvah, what is this mitzvah in its essence? So notice, it's really a remarkable tzlach because there's two radical chidushim here that no one had ever said before. Radical chiddush number one, 
Everyone agrees women are chayv in the first bracha berakat mazon. Very interesting chiddush. Radical chiddush number two. Suffolk Rabban Lakula is much more limited than you thought. It does not apply if the institution is daraita. Okay, before we get to the third answer, we'll wrap it up here. Sage. Um, so that doesn't have a huge Josh Oh, it has tremendous nafkamina. You're right, you'd have to plug in all those cases. I mean, he did meant to women. But what if you're a man who did in a way that's only a chiv derabanan? Should you just say the same thing? The institution is daraita. Absolutely. If the second one is right, it's a, you know, halacha changing chiddush across the board. Okay, but you go to that. Okay, now for his third one. Now, the first two, there's even better tzlach than I have been advertising over, guys. Because the first two are kind of lumdish points. The third one's a little bit more almost like an academic Talmud point. Okay, let's go to the third answer. Okay, let's take it from Kain Oladi, Kach Oladati. Ever see the last four lines? Kach Oladati, Vafel Pikain, Mistafina Lachadish Tavar Chadash. Once again, hey, no, my moon, he does it like both in the beginning and the end. He bookends the fear before the Vart and after the Vart. Okay. What's the difference in the third shot, guys? What did the first two pshatim say? Suffolk would not work as an afkamina. What's he claiming now? Hayacholomar, namely. It would have worked. So if it would have worked, why didn't we say it? Amar nafkamina hutzirabim. The high lamai nafkamina. Lav ravina amru. It wasn't ravina talking. Ravina asked the question. The ravina stam boy mi rabim. Now shebegam to write rabban. Ravina just asked the question. Our women chayv to write rabban. He did not discuss nafkaminos. Umisader Hashas, whoever was organizing the Talmud, Nakad Vakamar, he said, Why? So I think sometimes Gemara does this. The Gemara will raise a point. Why? Because it wanted to bring a source in. There was a source that was important that we should know about. So what's the claim? Suffolk would have worked just as well. Why did we say Because we wanted to quote that source about. Ben and And therefore, we wanted the conversation to go a certain way. So like it's an interesting idea. Sometimes it's not only what would work lundishly, it's maybe the Gemara had kind of an educational agenda. We wanted that conversation to happen because that source was relevant. Since we wanted the conversation to happen, we went with Lohotzirabim and not with Suffolk. Okay, I guess I'm going to sum up in the last minute and take closing questions. We basically had two very good things here, guys. One was the Machlokas, Tosas, and Ramban, once again. Why can't a Katan read on Purim, Megillah Esther? If you're Tosos, double the Rabbanon, can't be Motzi, single the Rabbanon. If you're the Ramban, because the kid is actually not Chayv at all. That's crucial Machlokas number one, guys. Go on the bus, tell your some yeshivish guy next to you, you know this Machlokas, he'll be very impressed. Okay, number two. Tzlach has a killer question. Says the Tzlach, I understand Suffolk is such a basic Nafkamino. Why do we say suffix the nafkamina? So again, guys, two lumdish answers and one more technical academic answer. Okay, or pedagogic answer. What are the two lumdish answers? Suffix not a nafkamina, because what's his huge chiddush? All women are actually chayv deraita in the first bracha, in the food theme. That's why suffix not a nafkamina. Second huge chiddush of tzach, we only say suffix derban l'kula when the entire institution is derbanan. Not when the institution is deraita. Also, as Sage said, earth-shattering chiddush. Third thing in the tzach, guys? No, actually, we could have said Suffolk. Suffolk would work, but the Gemara had an educational agenda. The Gemara wanted a conversation about Lotzi Rabbim because we wanted to analyze that Brita about Isha Mavrech Labala. 
So we didn't do it for longest reasons. We did it for educational and pedagogic reasons. Anybody with a closing question? Okay, anybody we're good? All right, guys, we're going to start Mincha in a minute. Everybody should have a wonderful Shabbat and looking forward to the deal.